Welcome to the Families of Character show. I'm your host, Jordan Langdon, and as a wife, mom, and licensed clinical social worker, you get practical parenting stories, research-based parenting solutions, and most of all, support. Lean in and let yourself be inspired and reminded of the gifts you have as a parent. Let's jump right in. Hey, welcome back, parent friends. You know, it's just such an honor for me to be able to share content with you every week on the air, in your earbuds or in your car, wherever you listen to these episodes. So just thank you for being faithful listeners and for sharing our show with people in your circle. You are all just so generous with your feedback. I always encourage people to direct message me on our social media channels or email me at Jordan at familiesofcharacter.com if something struck you or confused you or helped you in some way. And you all have been doing that. And that's so helpful to me. So please reach out so I can continue to bring content to you that's in real time, that's relevant with the seasons of parenting, and also to bring you content that aligns with what we're all sort of feeling right now in this parenting space. When you speak up, you help me improve the show. Speaking of helping me, what would it be like if we celebrated the fact, we truly celebrated the fact, that we all need help? Our culture certainly does not celebrate needing help these days. In fact, you probably have your own story of needing help or wanting help, but just haven't been able to bring yourself to ask, to ask your friend, to ask your parent to help out, to ask your spouse to help out. It's really that common. So we need to, we need to get rid of that, right? The stigma of asking for help and just celebrate this in a new way. Many of us kind of work in these environments or send our kids to these schools that claim to promote a culture of excellence. (laughs) And I think what this generally means is that Those who work there or attend school there are these independent go-getters. They're autonomous. They can crush it all on their own, right? There's this pressure to just do it yourself and be the best and rise to the top because of your own personal grit and persistence. And don't kind of bother anyone on the, on the way up. Just pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, and do this. But I want to challenge you to think about what makes us truly excellent. I'd like to redefine that for us in today's episode because healthy parents ask for help. To be excellent, to be the best version of yourself for your family, for the company you work for, for your peer and friend groups, you actually need help and lots of it. The true heroes, in my mind, are the ones in our families, in our workplaces, in our schools, who raise their hand and say, you know what, I don't know that I have the answer to that. I think I need more information about that, or I don't know what I'm doing here. Can you show me? Can you teach me? They're also the ones that say, hey, Joe, I've noticed something different about you over the last couple days, is everything okay? Is there anything I can do to help? They also say things like, hey man, 
you know if you're ever struggling with the things that like most every family struggles with, like anxiety about your kids or problems with your spouse or things like addiction or postpartum, like you know I'm here for you, right? No judgment. Those folks are the really excellent humans that we need to celebrate and strive to be more like. Those that ask for help and those who offer help. So for now, let's unpack this baggage we've been carrying around that says, I can do it myself. I've got this. Speaking of that, isn't it interesting that toddlers take such great pride in doing things all by themselves? And then as parents, we cheer and celebrate it. And I think, you know, to a degree that makes sense, right? We're trying to help them do things and become proficient in certain skills. But I also believe there are ways we can send the message early and often to our kids at a young age that asking for help or doing things as a team is also really something to celebrate. I'm going to share with you the messages parents just like you have shared with me over the past 10 years regarding their reasoning for not seeking help. And I want to break this down and talk about it in three categories. One, help with your marriage or with your relationship with your partner. Two, personal help just for yourself, things you have going on just that relate to you. And then three, help with your kids. Regarding marital help, why don't people seek help? Why don't they seek help? And when I say seek help, I'm not just talking about like going to the certified marriage counselor. I'm also talking about just bouncing a scenario off another married person, a friend, or talking to your parents about whether they have any advice or wisdom. Couples don't seek help outside their marriage because one, they kind of have this belief or believe this lie that they should be able to handle it on their own. Now, especially if if the husband and wife, if their own parents never sought help or guidance for their marriages. They were very private and just tried to resolve everything within the, you know, four walls of their home. Then that couple has an even greater likelihood of not seeking help in their own marriage because of how that marital conflict was modeled for them. So believing that you should be able to handle it all on your own really does prevent you from seeking help. Number two, parents are ashamed to admit they don't know how to solve a problem. You know, a lot of times our pride gets in the way and couples are just like put the their heads in the sand, right? And they, they just can't bring themselves to admit that they just don't have the answer to this problem that maybe comes up on a regular basis for them. A third reason is that they compare their issue to that of their friends. And then just like any comparison, once you compare yourself to another person, then of course you're going to judge yourself as just not worthy for outside help. Like you just tell yourself, well, it's not bad enough. It's just not quite as bad as Joe and Mary's, you know, issue. And the fourth reason is just stigma. 
Couples believe like that counseling is for people who are in really bad trouble, who are on the brink of divorce or have bigger issues like infidelity or addiction. And so they fear being labeled if they seek out a counselor or confide in a friend that there's trouble in paradise. I've heard plenty of people say, well, what will they think of me? What will people think if they know we're going to marriage counseling? And it's like this big secret as if no one else has marriage problems. <laughs> that, that is just laughable, right? We all do. And you know what's interesting about needing help in marriage? Think about this. We are not born knowing how to relate to other human beings. And the crazy thing is we are also never taught how to relate to others. There are no classes in school for relationship skills. There's math, science, history, English, philosophy, like the main core subjects, but nothing that teaches us how to harmoniously blend two lives. Oh, by the way, for life through all the ages and stages, and then add kids to that relationship dynamic and make all that work too. So it makes sense that without any relationship skills, we're going to need help. It's just how it goes. And married people also admit that within their own marriages, they won't even ask their spouse for help. Listen, parents, in a marriage, if you don't need something from your spouse, why are you married? Truly. The gift of marriage is that you complement each other. The idea of complementarity is that one of you picks up where the other is lacking and together you are one. That means it makes complete sense that you need each other and that helping each other is actually the greatest form of love. Giving of yourself to another. I can't tell you how many times I have actually physically injured myself because I am being so stubborn about asking my husband for help when actually he could easily do what I'm trying to do like 10 times faster. But because I'm so stubborn, I'm trying to do this all on my own and not bother him. I have moved furniture and thrown out my back. I remember trimming the trees in our yard at our old house and then helping the neighbors trim theirs. And I was laid up on the couch for a week afterwards. You guys, this is insane. It is good and healthy to ask for help. So regarding personal help, help for something personal that you need just for you. Maybe it's just something simple like asking for alone time to recharge and reset or just an hour or two to take an uninterrupted nap. Or it could even be a mom who's experiencing depression or anxiety after having a baby or a dad seeking help for an addiction, right? Moms and dads aren't seeking help for themselves personally because they've believed these lies. One, they don't have time. Number one lie. Parents believe it would just be selfish to take time from some other bucket, like something their kids need or want, or time from their job so that they can go spend time with a friend or go see the doctor or go to the gym for an hour. So 
then they assume they just simply don't have the time in their schedule. Lie. Second reason is because they they believe, I just can't afford it. People believe the lie that help for them personally is just unaffordable. It's like for somebody in a different class, right? They just can't do it. They think, you know, hey, we barely get by month to month with the basic needs of our family. So how could I possibly do something for myself? They make these assumptions that self-care is like frivolous and expensive and just not possible. Again, big fat lie. It doesn't have to be a day at the spa. It doesn't have to be some um, trip somewhere or it doesn't have to be buying yourself a brand new expensive purse. Doing something personal for yourself does not have to cost money. It just has to take a little time in, in coming up with an idea and then being willing to say, I'm worthy enough to ask somebody to help me so that I can make this possible for me. A third reason we don't seek help for something personal is that we believe we are just really different. Like our problem is so unique that there's really no way that anyone else could really relate. Or I'm just so different that I'm just not sure um, anyone would really be able to help me. Okay, I saw this all the time in counseling. It's just interesting. One mom shared with me just last week about having postpartum depression. She said, I'll tell you exactly what was going on in my mind when I had postpartum. She said, these are the things I would tell myself. I'd say, okay, I'm supposed to be happy and joyful, just like all new moms, right? Like because of this sweet new bundle of joy. And I mean, after all, I wanted a baby. I planned this. I wanted to be a mom. All right, I got to suck it up. Put a smile on my face and just like, okay, I'll try to wash my hair and and then I'm going to try to get my energy up and match the excitement of all the people that come to see my baby this week. I just, okay, I cannot let anyone know the dark thoughts I have and, and like all this sadness inside that wells up. You guys, believing the lie that what you are experiencing, if it's something like postpartum depression or addiction, something that you believe no one else can relate to, that can literally cost you your life or the life of your children. In the case of like Andrea Yates so many years ago, I remember when I lived in Houston and that was so in the media about her postpartum depression and and psychosis. Guys, we have to grant ourselves permission early and often to ask for help without shame. So many people suffer with the same issues we have. And we can't believe the lie that we're so different than we're, that we just can't find someone to help us or understand. A lie that a lot of dads believe is that, you know what, their family's going to crumble if they show weakness. And it's interesting because they equate needing help Dads will often tell themselves the walls will come tumbling down if like the man of the house isn't seen as strong and capable. And they've believed the lie that being strong means being independent and sucking it up all on their own. This is a lie. Men need help too. We were not created to live and survive alone. We were created for community to help one another. I've even heard parents who struggle with addictions to alcohol or pornography or 
maybe even a mom who's become hooked on prescription pain meds after she had a C-section. Like These people avoid seeking help because they believe the lie that they no one can know about this deep, dark secret, right? That they got themselves into this mess and they just, they are responsible for getting out of it all on their own. Not true. There's so many people who want to help you. There's so many people that struggle with addictions, right? We have to be willing to ask for help. All right, let's switch gears now and look at why parents don't ask for help when it comes to their kids. Now, some of you might be annoyed at this point in the podcast thinking, why is she going over all the reasons we don't ask for help? And you know what? I can understand if you're like, get to the bottom line here, lady. But the reason I'm outlining all the reasons, the lies that we've been telling ourselves is so that we can drill down and identify the specific messages that are playing in our minds, right? Identify the lies that we have subscribed to or maybe even are still struggling with right now as we hear this message. And then after we are, I am... Hey there, parents. Let's take a quick pause. If you're tired of crawling into bed at night, feeling like you failed your spouse and kids, are tired of running at the speed of light and feeling like you're nagging and yelling all the time, I've got a resource for you. Designed for busy families just like yours, our Thriving Family Accelerator was created in direct response to seeing many couples struggle with the stress and demands of parenting while constantly feeling like they're failing. The truth is, you can be wildly in love with your spouse while raising kids, and you can enjoy a relationship with your kids where you're no longer nagging and yelling. Picture this. Love and connection are abundant in your marriage. You're parenting as a united team, and you're enjoying a true friendship with your spouse where you can laugh and kick back like old times. Are you ready to accelerate connection and unity in your marriage and family? Then join us for the next Thriving Family Accelerator from the comfort of your own home. Spots will sell out soon, so click the link in our show notes to sign up or go to our website, familiesofcharacter.com and click the shop tab. Now back to the episode. And then after we're able to identify those lies that we're telling ourselves, we can rewrite the script, redefine a healthy message about asking for help. The only way to truly do that is to first identify which lies you are telling yourself first. Okay, back on track. Why aren't parents asking for help with their kiddos? Parents will say stuff like, you know what? I don't want to be a burden and ask another mom to pick up my kids or take my kids for an afternoon. I mean, everyone has things to do. You know what's interesting about this? And I'm going to be really frank right here. Because of my background and and working in mental health, you know what's more burdensome if we want to say, oh, I just don't want to burden anyone. What's more burdensome is when you don't ask for help week after week, month after month, year after year, and you burn yourself completely out, have a nervous breakdown, and then are 
absent from your spouse and kids for 30 to 60 days because now you have to check into a psych hospital to recover. You guys, this happens to men too. Men, you're trying to pull yourselves up by your bootstraps and and then you feel like you are so buried, you can't even go on. And then you feel hopeless and drained and consider suicide. And don't get me wrong, please. I am not slamming parents who have been hospitalized for nervous breakdowns or suicidal thoughts. It's it's common. It happens every single day. I've worked in those inpatient facilities. I know. That's also why I'm so passionate about coaching parents to seek help early and often. Listen, you are not a burden. Second reason is because we make things up about what the other person might think of us if we ask for help. I I hear people say this all the time. Well, they're going to think I'm needy or pathetic. The interesting thing about making things up like this is that when you ask any parent what they'd say if their friend or neighbor asked if they would watch their kids for an hour or so while they ran an errand or got their hair done or or needed to go take care of a sick family member, you know what that parent says? They say, oh, sure, yeah, yeah, I'll jump right in. I'd be glad to help. They don't even think twice about judging that person as weak or needy or incompetent for asking for their help. Yet, we'll avoid asking them for help because of perceived judgment by another person. Do you see how crazy this becomes? This is insane. Another reason we aren't asking for help for our kids is because we tell ourselves like, well, I can't help take care of their kids, so it's not a one-to-one. I have no way to repay the favor. Like in this season of my life, I just can't help out another family. I'm the one that's kind of needing the help. Well, we believe the lie that everything needs to be exactly equal. And if you tend to be a natural helper yourself, you can think to yourself, oh, okay, I got to find a way to pay her back. I can relate to that. I used to believe this lie too. Not worth it. A fourth reason we don't ask for help with our kids, stay-at-home moms. Y'all are amazing. But you might believe the lie that because you're at home with your kids, You're supposed to be able to do it all independently because like that's your job. Because you stay at home with your kids, you're not worthy of help. That's the ultimate message you're sending yourself if you believe that light. No, actually, if you stay home with your kids, you might need more help because you're not getting any breaks. And a final reason we don't ask for help with our kids is because We fear our cover being blown. I've actually heard women say, people always say, I've got it all together. They can't possibly know that I don't. I'm I'm fine. Everything's fine. I've got this. I can do this on my own. I'm strong. Parents, come on. Let's renounce all these dark lies. Put them to rest. Let's do something different. I want you to take a few minutes after listening to this to identify What spoke to you in this episode? Which lie have you subscribed to that's been keeping you from asking for help? Then let's do this. Just like our episode about forgiveness. Let's set that little lie on a leaf rushing down a river. 
Okay, or maybe you want to imagine just flushing that thing down the toilet. Let's refuse to accept it as truth when it pops up again, because it will, right? These little lies pop up and and that little devil on your shoulder says, oh no, you don't need any help. You can do this on your own. It's fine. Just, just suck it up. No, let's, let's trash that and let's just swallow our pride and ask for help because it's healthy to ask for help. Okay. Let's redefine what culture of excellence means in our parent community. Instead of this independent, I've got this all on my own mentality, let's embrace and get comfortable asking for help. Being an active part of a community where we expect people to ask us for help and we make time to help other parents too. Just because you wanted to be a parent and maybe you wanted a big family doesn't mean you have to suffer and wear yourself down. You don't deserve to be punished by yourself. It's important to understand that asking for help offers another person an opportunity to serve you. And ultimately, we feel best about ourselves when we're helping others. So give someone that opportunity in your life. Parents, if you receive our weekly email newsletter, you should have received our exclusive freebie that guides you through a reflective exercise and challenges you to take action this week to identify one area of your life, personal, marital, or kid-related, to ask for help without shame. So I want you to take time to make a few notes and set a Simple goal for yourself to ask for help in one of those three areas of your life this week. Knowing that healthy parents ask for help, do something different and utilize the willing members of your family, neighborhood, and friend group to help you out. Take action. You will be so glad you did. And join us inside our parent community on Facebook, the Thrive Community by Families of Character. The link to join is in our show notes. You can visit our website to check out the resources we have that also help you with things like managing screen time, helping your kids develop a healthy morning routine where they're being more responsible for themselves with things like making their bed, brushing their teeth, cleaning up after meals, etc., We are here for you. Thanks for sharing our show, and I'll catch you next week.